Hello, this is Glenn. Welcome to another edition of Picture Perfect City Radio, the companion podcast to my newsletter, Picture Perfect City, which you can find at pictureperfectcity.substack.com. So the the most recent edition of the newsletter, it was called Cost of Living, and it was about sort of the literal and figurative cost of living in New York, right? We know New York is one of the most expensive places to live. Uh, you know, rent is high, uh, you know, with inflation going on in rural, everything is expensive, but you know, usually things are just more expensive here in New York City than a lot of other places. But there's also this the cost emotionally, uh, psychologically, uh, you know, physically of living in New York City that can be, it can weigh down on people. And I think most New Yorkers, I would say, as I'm going to say, I don't think you can really be a New Yorker if you don't have a love-hate relationship with the city. Meaning that you can love the city and all that it represents and all that it, all that it offers. And you can also like be like, oh, this place really gets on my damn nerves. It like sucks. I think you kind of have both. You, you, you see the good and the bad. So, and it, and it does, it does, it can, it, it can be a heavy toll, I think. Uh, just, you know, sort of just the everyday grind. It can, it can wear you down and wear you out. And part of that is the, is the, is the financial aspects. It's just, there's just so many people. And I think I've talked about, about this before. Sometimes when you're in New York, especially if you're somewhere, you know, maybe it's a crowded subway, maybe you're in Times Square, but sometimes you think to yourself, where in the world did all these people come from? How did they get here? So you have sort of that, that just the price that you pay to say, hey, I'm a New Yorker. Now, of course, for many people, they wouldn't want to be anywhere else. And even if they do decide to go somewhere else, you know, New York is still in their heart. So, also here in New York, I think because we have so much diversity, not just people, but sort of places, I think it's very easy sometimes to just have places that, you know, that you consider part of your, you consider your neighborhood, even though you may not live there. Now, I'm not talking about like places that you may have lived or grew up in and you moved away from. I'm talking about places maybe you worked at a particular job and it was a neighborhood and you really grew to love the neighborhood. And maybe you don't work that job anymore, but you kind of still just, that, you still consider that neighborhood like your place. Or maybe you just was hanging out one day and ended up somewhere you know, maybe who knows where it was. Maybe it was the East Village. Maybe it was somewhere in Harlem. Who knows? But you was like, oh, this, I love this place. I love this neighborhood. It doesn't have to be anything even grand. Maybe there's this one little block somewhere. And there's like a little corner coffee shop or something. Or there's a little park somewhere. And you're like, oh, this is really cool. This is like my spot. And maybe you don't live there in that neighborhood. But it's like you consider that like your place. And I think... In regards to photography, I think especially people, street photographers, who are sort of just exploring lots of different places, there are places that you may visit uh, 
repeatedly, that be kind of become your place. Now for me, so I used to, I've always been someone who just walked a lot, even before I started uh, doing photography. I was just someone who always just walked around a lot, just sort of just walked around New York, walked around different neighborhoods. So it was just something that I did, you know, just you did it kind of growing up and then like as an adult, it's something, hey, just go for a long walk, walk 20, 30 blocks and say, hey, let's check out this block, check out this corner. Oh, look, I didn't know this was over here. So I've always, I was always doing that. And then when I started uh, practicing photography, studying photography, it just sort of became something that happened on a different level. Because I was, it was being more observant. And also, I think with street photography, uh, sometimes you, you visit a place over and over again because you become familiar with it, you become comfortable. But also, because every time you go, you see something different. You, 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 there's something that you didn't realize or recognize before. So you kind of just go back. You, you think about, like you, like a detective, like in a novel or a film or TV show or whatever, who like pays more than one visit to like the scene of the crime, right? Because yeah, they've been there before, but there's something there that they haven't quite caught on to yet. And I kind of feel like that is, street photography is sort of like a sort of, in many ways, it's kind of a detective work, except you don't even know what you're looking for. Or even what is there to be looking. You're just there. But I feel like there are like certain, I think most New Yorkers, regardless of their, you know, practice of photography or not, just have places that are like, this is, this is, I feel comfortable here. I feel this place feels like home, even though I don't live in this neighborhood. And it could be, it could be, it could be, can say it could be any neighborhood. It could be Gramercy Park area. It could be the financial district. Um, when when I was a kid, I, I gravitated to the Upper West Side of Manhattan. I just loved the Upper West Side. I don't know, even though like I probably spent more time on the Upper East Side because my dad had lived on the Upper East Side. So and we, and we and we would often go to the Upper West Side. Because, you know, there's, there's a lot of restaurants over there. There's a lot of cool things to do. But I just always just feel like the Upper West Side always felt like home, even though I never technically lived on the Upper West Side. But, like, like growing up and, like, even to, like, my young adulthood, like, it felt like home. And in other neighborhoods, you know, when it comes to practicing photography, I've sp spent so much time in Greenwich Village, West Village, and Soho. So those areas are like, even though I've never lived in those areas, those areas feel like home. And, and I've worked in those areas too. So it's just sort of, you kind of like have these other places. I think in, uh, forgetting where this comes from, there's the idea of the like third place. This is like sort of a sociology, sociology you know, thing type of thing. I, mean, I can't even talk right. I'm getting so excited about this point. But there's like home and there's like work and school, but then there's like the third place, right? There's like the the cafe you go to or maybe it's a library or something. So I feel like in New York City, you know, the city is the place and the third place, if that makes any sense to you. Because you can have all these different experiences despite just... Sometimes it's not even far away. You can just go two or three blocks 
and it feels like you're in a different world. And it can be just a different experience you know, for you. And I think this is, in many ways, this is kind of how you stay sane, I think, here in New York City. Is that you, because I think you, you can go a little stir-crazy sometimes if you're just... Now, some people love their neighborhood. So some people don't want to leave, ever leave their neighborhood, and they rarely do, which is great. And then there's some people who are like, I just need to, I need to see something different. Like, I need to just, even if, even, if it's, even if it's a corner somewhere that looks just like the corner I live on, but it's somewhere different, and I'm going to check it out. Like, I kinda, and I think this is the way that many New Yorkers sort of stay sane. Of just sort of like accepting and taking all that the city does have to offer. And sort of just having those these these other places that that are that feel like home. That feel like feel like hey, you know, this is this is where I'm comfortable. And it doesn't have to be the place that you lay your head at, at night. And look, let's some and look, let's be honest. Sometimes people, the place where you live is not that is not that comfortable. Maybe, maybe it's not the neighborhood itself. Maybe it's just the block that you live in. Maybe it's just the building that you live in or the house. Maybe the, you just have bad neighbors. But sometimes the place you live is not that comfortable. So you have to find that comfort somewhere else nearby. And that may mean getting on a train or a bus or maybe there's a, a shorter walk somewhere. And I think... You know, particularly when it comes to photography, it in many ways you you your world, your your perspective of of your world is shaped uh, differently, perhaps than, than maybe just the average person, because you because once again you're a little bit more observant, so you're noticing things, you're seeing things, you're also if you're a photographer who's looking at back at your own work, especially in a place like New York where there can be very rapid changes, you can see things. You 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 are perhaps more aware of the changes that are happening in and around you because you've documented these places, and you're like, oh, this was here and it's not there anymore, and you just be able to go there, and this is that. So you you kind of have that perspective that maybe others also have, but maybe it's not as sort of prevalent to them. Because they're, they're not maybe capturing the images and, and editing and looking at the images and, and, and sort of having that, that recall. But yeah, the, the great thing about the city is that you have so many corners to, to explore and you have so many places that even if you don't live, it's still home. So I want to thank you for listening to Picture Perfect City Radio. Check out, if you haven't checked out the newsletter yet, please check out the newsletter and subscribe. Also, if you like the podcast, subscribe to the podcast so we can let people know that people, so I, so I can know that people are listening and enjoying uh, the show. And the podcast knows you can, you know, find all the information. You can also, if you want to support the podcast, you can do that too. Uh, thank you for listening. Take care of yourself.